Hello and welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to do a little twist. I love my little twist. So it's still under uh, the series uh, Business Breakthrough. However, my guest is somebody who's helping the community. And I wanted to have actually somebody from the community to, um, to have a conversation with. Because it's not all about starting your own business, but just to get the support of the city or the community to help you thrive. And I think this is one of the key uh, most people don't realize they can get the support of their cities, of their community as well. So her name is Anna Klimek. She was a program manager for the Central Minnesota Housing Partnership. So I want to know a little bit more about that. She became an, after that, became an independent agent for uh, an insurance company. Then, and that's why I'm so interested to dive in, uh, community development, especially for a county, for Anoka County, then switch gear, which is awesome, came into Big Lake. And I love the city of Big Lake. If you don't know Minnesota, city of Big Lake is one place to be seriously. The lakes are beautiful. The life is beautiful. It's very small town, but a beautiful town. So she's a, she, a, she's a community director, a development director, a Big Lake Economic Development Authority executive director. Oh my goodness, this is a mouthful here, right here <laughs> for me. And a city administrator. So I want to know more. First of all, hi, Anna. How are you doing today? I am doing well, thank you. And you? Oh, just lovely. The weather is nice today. It's maybe raining, but so yeah. far it's warm. It's warm. It's warm. <laughs> it's yep, warm. Yep, yep. So mm -hmm. we got the warm part of it. Mm -hmm. So I want to know a little bit more about you first. How did you get started and what uh, drive you to help the community first? Because you went and first do, did something with the county and the cities. But you didn't want and decide to go to corporate and start a work job in corporate. You went directly to help the community. Why? You know, I don't know. I I, I don't know if I have like a really good answer for that. But um, I went to school for mass communications, uh, and I uh, at St. Cloud State University 
graduated with that degree um, as well as a minor in public relations. You know, many of my peers in school, they did go on to um, 3M, Target, you know, uh, big, big corporations, but I um, just happened to fall into community development. Um, and I was hired by Central Minnesota Housing Partnership, which is a nonprofit uh, in St. Cloud, and, and they serve uh, an area of 16 counties in Central Minnesota. Um, so there I, I developed an interest um, through that, that uh, um, leap into uh, the nonprofit world, I guess, in housing. Um, and so uh, we work to and still strive to find um, opportunities for affordable housing. I mean, that's still a, a very hot topic, you know, in, in this day. And it's been, I mean, mm -hmm. since 2004, that's when I started. So we're still talking about the same things, you know. Um, but with the, with the partnership, I worked in the community development department and mostly led what was called the Central Minnesota Continuum of Care. And so what I would do is write grants, federal, state um, grants to uh, um, impact support services for homeless programs. Uh, so that's what, what I did uh, for a good seven years with Central Minnesota Housing Partnership. I then took a little hiatus uh, mm -hmm. after having my second boy uh, and uh, jumped into, uh, you know, owning my own business as an independent contractor for um, uh, an insurance company. So I uh, did that for eight months, then realized where I belong, and that is community development. Uh, so, you know, you jump away for a little bit just to realize that, you know, I was right where I needed to be and was hired by Anoka County. So Anoka okay. County, yeah, um, Anoka County is their community development specialist there, uh, mostly working with federal programming uh, and um, to rehabilitate single family owner occupied homes. So I would help homeowners who maybe need uh, assistance in order to get uh, um, their their home more safe or more energy efficient or or so forth. You know, maybe re-roof their roof, uh, do things that um, were out of their means at that time. Um, so we were able at the county to help them with a loan. Um, and so they would pay back the loan and then those funds would be utilized uh, for another home. Um, so worked with that, worked with, um, uh, those were CDBG funds uh, through the federal government, and I worked with home funds, uh, and that's to rehabilitate uh, multifamily housing. Uh, so, so, so what was the criteria for people to come to you and how people knew you existed and helped people? Because one of the biggest things that I noticed is a lot of people don't know that community and the cities can provide some support. A lot of people feel uh, isolated. So how do they know where to find you? Um, marketing, you know, um, so we would maybe do mailings through utility billing. Um, that kind of thing. But oh, I, I mean, honestly, here in Big Lake, we had a program uh, to rehabilitate single family and owner occupied homes too. And we went door knocking door to door. Mm -hmm. um, so actually getting out there and saying, hey, would, would you qualify for this program? I'd love to help you. Um, and so, uh, you know, that that face to face interaction and, and marketing is best. Um, but, but yeah, utilizing the website, um, uh, social media, all, all those mediums that um, you know to, to get to pe where people are uh, and uh, and hopeful you know that they get the right information so 
And that, that, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm pointing this out because a lot of people don't realize that or they think it's a scam or they're not so mm -hmm. sure or they're wary that, oh my God, you're part of the city or the county. Are you going to go after me for something else? Yeah. Why oh, are yeah. you here for? Are you really here to help me? But they don't realize the help is right there. And mm -hmm. the people who are really like you, uh, went up front and meet with them and really are dedicated to help the community and improve it for mm -hmm. sure for for the safety of their their families as well make sure that their house is safe enough so that's i think it's wonderful so you made a switch from a community development specialist to the county of anoka to big lake mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so with big lake um, i started here at the end of 2015 um, as the community development director uh, and then uh, as well as the executive director of the EDA here. Uh, so with that charge, um, definitely this is this department of the city of Big Lake um, in 15 was reestablished in 15 um, after the recession. Um, so there it had been some time uh, since our businesses have uh, you know, been been honored, you know, our existing businesses and uh, been some time since city staff has gone out to visit them, mm -hmm. um, hear their struggles, hear their um, successes, you know, uh, and so we started the business retention and expansion program uh, at the end of 15, where we visited as many businesses who would let us in their doors, you know, because you, you mm -hmm. mentioned, you know, with with government, it, it, it's difficult. You have to earn that trust, you know. So, yes. um, so I spent years doing that here in Big Lake and and making sure I knew, you know, who to contact for every every business in the city. And then when when we sat down and would begin our discussions, they knew who to call the city to if they needed help. So, developing those those relationships was very very important to me. Um, so we we found that to be highly successful. Um, especially, you know, with, with uh, 2020, when that happened, mm -hmm. all the businesses knew who to reach out to. And so we, we were very busy trying to, <laughs> to make sure that they, uh, yeah. they felt, um, you know, they, they felt honored and, 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 and helped. So, yeah. Yes, exactly. And they being heard and mm -hmm. somebody would answer that question. So they knew who to contact, which I think is one of the major key. Did you ever share that uh, process to any other cities or not? Yeah, it, it's very typical in most cities to do the business retention and expansion program. Um, you know, there's a lot of cities that are out there for the chase, getting that that new uh, manufacturer, you know, and, uh, you know, and that that's always great. That's that's fun to do, you know, to make sure that you're marketing to those businesses and, and, and welcoming them into your community. But I, I really believe and strongly believe that your existing businesses is where you're going to find the most growth for your tax base if you continue to help them. So, okay. And yeah. have you, uh, is other, Okay, so let me ask you that question. Because you're doing this as a community development for that city, do you ever met with uh, other cities around within the county and have conversation with them and share what works and what doesn't work and help each cities or help each other and say, hey, I, I, I have uh, found that it's better 
to maybe communicate directly face to face with my uh, business owners and have feedback from others? Or did you just kept your process to yourself, quote unquote? Oh, no, we we network here a lot in Sherburne County. So we work with the county, um, definitely reach out to neighboring cities all the time, even go across the river into Wright County, uh, you know, <laughs> so, you know, we're all yep. a, part, a part of an association as well. Mm-hmm. And that's um, Economic Development Association of Minnesota, EDAM. And so we get together for sure twice a year at conference. And that's the time when we share all of these, you know, stories, successes and things that we wish we had done differently or um, what we have learned from case studies or, you know, and so forth. So we, we have all those opportunities. And, you know, I think that back in the day, economic development was, you know, very competitive. And I, I there is still that competitive nature. Um, but... Now, you know, what happens in Becker, you know, what what the successes that Becker sees, Big Lake is going to benefit from. You know, exactly. the things that the things that Big Lake, our big successes, our big wins, Monticello will benefit from and Elk River will and Becker. So we all understand that and, and taking a regional approach is, is definitely a best practice now. So I think so too. I think that it's better to work as a team than in silo because silo you're limited, but when you work with a team and understand Everybody has a different flavor for their own cities, but when you work together and not seeing yourself as a competition, then you get better things coming up. Maybe some business owners are going to go to one city because they like the city better, which is okay. It's not a loss at all. It means that it demands to be there, but it gives room for others to come into the your community or to Big Lake or to Bakers or to Barnesello. So it's very nice to see that even though you are, you know, um, overseeing quote-unquote you're you're in big lake you still have that networking and that collaboration that to me is one of the bigger key um for for better businesses here um so you have supported the cities here for quite some times so what have been the uphill challenge for you and what do you see as a challenge that can be resolved or can you know we can maybe do something as business owners uh to help Hmm. You know, um, we, we've had some challenges that we've, we've overcome. One of the big ones, um, I would say when I first started here was I, w- I would get um, entrepreneurs who would who would want to meet with me and throw ideas at me and then, you know, ask, uh, OK, so how do I do it? You know, how do I start a business? And there's much that's that's so much more that's a bigger discussion than I think that you know I I could get into with them so we desperately needed in this area some coaching um, and a tool to do that and Sherburne County started the entrepreneurship lab and it's free and so that that was one thing that we were you know was a challenge was helping these entrepreneurs with all the necessary things they need to make their ideas come a reality. And so now we have that tool for them. So it's really exciting that we can we can send them to an actual platform and they'll get whatever they need out of that for free. Um, other challenges, I would say marketing has been been a challenge and, and the, the, the challenge that um, is before us is the fact that, you know, we just, as a city, haven't funded that yet. Um, so, you know, we have to be very prudent with taxpayer dollars yes. um, and do with what we can, you know, so there's a lot of social media going on. We do, um, uh, you know, we. I would love to see Big Lake 
be marketed outside of Big Lake's walls, you know, even Sherburne County, even the state. Um, but we, it's going to take a little bit to get there because we, we desperately need to, you know, tell our story and justify it to have our taxpayers pay for that. So that is, um, you know, something that's in the works, but I would say that that is a, a big challenge is getting, getting out there and, and having folks understand that Big Lake is here. You know, so and, and why, you know, telling them why they want to be here. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. And it's mm -hmm. a beautiful city. As I said, the lakes are a big lake. It's like immaculate. I love it. Yeah. I get my dogs with me in there, too. Yeah, I can put my feet in there. It's beautiful. It's very clean. Love the camping. There is a lot of activities to do, actually, in Big Lake. That doesn't look like when you look at the city, you don't realize there is so much behind, beyond yeah. the city. And a lot of people come and camp and fish. There is a lot of good things. It's a beautiful space. Uh, there is parks. There is a lot of good things that people can do. So I love that. So outside of those challenges and figure it out uh what we can do um to expand and spread the word of big leg what else have you noticed with uh because i've heard a lot and um i'm going to be talking actually on the next uh at the chamber of commerce uh, at the end of the month i have to do a 30 minutes talk about social media and seo actually okay <laughs> mm -hmm. be doing this yes gloria asked me to do that and i'm like not a problem That's and great. um i am curious to know uh, what other uh reoccurring theme has been coming back from the feedback from business owners something that uh, like for me when i met with a couple of them a few people in big lake was one of the biggest challenge they had was how you bring back people in a store because yeah. the, that's been one of the biggest issue it's like okay you have to change your business from the brick and mortar and do a hybrid with e-commerce and some 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 people have you know made the transition and some don't which is normal because if you go to uh, let's say a bakery or any store like that then you still want to walk in so how do you have you heard anything that is a reoccurring theme always coming back and people are talking about Yeah, you've noted um, one reoccurring thing, theme, and I have defined that as the retail shift. Um, you know, I'm I, I purchase from Amazon too. You know, uh, so uh, but that that is a reoccurring theme. Another is labor force. Um, yes. So we we talk a lot about labor force here, and um, you know we're a manufacturing community. Um, you know, we're set up for much more manufacturing too. We can definitely call in for many more employers. Uh, but that is, uh, I would say, probably the most reoccurring theme would be labor force and how can we retain our current employees, but also attract um, new. And um, we even have them competing against each other, you know, in Big Lake for their labor force. So, you know, Premier Marine is one of our newest employers and they will be the number one employer per their projections within five years. Um, an employer of 500, which would surpass our school district. Uh, but I do know that they have been pulling from their neighbors. So, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, I mean, that's that's the competitive, um, you know, field that they play in. So, um, but I would say that would be the most. I'm trying to think of uh, any other reoccurring themes. And I think it has come across actually um, uh, Minnesota because I do 
uh, do consulting um, jobs as well, do contracts. And that surprised me when some individual called me a year ago and just said, oh, well, we have a contract. Can you take the contract? I'm like, okay. And I was surprised saying, well, there is nobody else. I'm like, what do you mean nobody else? <laughs> where are people went? Where did they, yeah. where did they go? I'm yeah. like, it's been a mystery that uh, the workforce did not come back. And it was like, come on. Did mm -hmm. they all disappear? Did they went to an island? I don't know. It's been a yeah. very big mystery on how do you eat? How do you pay the bills if you don't go to work? Mm -hmm. I don't where, know. Where are they? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And it's been very, very interesting to, to see this. I understand the cost of life, the inflation we're going through right now. But still, it's, it's amazing to see that a lot of people have not uh, gone back to work. Or maybe some individuals as well um, think their fair market value are not realistic either based on their experiences. So they're expecting something higher when in fact, if you're looking at their experiences as a match, the, the required salary as well. So it's been very interesting and puzzling that how do, like you said, how do you retain and how do you bring the workforce into, um, into the businesses? So that's been very interesting as well. I was looking at the e-commerce as well and the shift. We talked a little bit about the shift. And one thing that people should think because Dash and others now delivered from, so you can order and they can deliver. Mm -hmm. But the other thing too is to know and let know the community is uh, any information be giving of those sorts or you think you guys could provide information like that? Because I, I don't know if you provide any I don't want to say classes, but uh, information which, you know, the e-commerce becoming more um, relevant those th these days. Mm -hmm. Now you can order online and some uh, business have understood that and moved to those apps. So it makes them accessible, but some have not been exposed to it. So do we think like the CDO Big Lake will look at it and say, okay, maybe we could have some session or some information for people on how to do the shift hmm. to the e-commerce. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a that's a really good thought and something that I'll definitely pass along to our new community development director who started last week. Oh, um, goody. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, you know, I, I was going to kind of have her join, join us, but um, that's for another time because let's get her feet wet a little bit here. But um, but yeah, there we have a brand new community development director, um, okay. new face, new. She'll be doing things a new way. Um, she's also mm -hmm. our new EDA executive director. Her name's Therese Hafner. Okay. And um, so she'll be um, working with, you know, our, our business community and the business retention and expansion program that I that I discussed prior. Um, mm -hmm. It definitely needs to be re-upped, you know, like, um, you know, and, and this is a great time to do that now coming out of, um, you know, I don't want to say coming out of COVID, but I think our business community here is ready to again yes. wel welcome um, mm -hmm. the the city in and, and to allow oh uh, for discussion. There is so beautiful little shop here. It's unbelievable. So even I have a chocolate shop, guys. So if you love chocolate, you should stop by and yes. be like, because, oh my goodness. I oh my do want to give a plug for our school district. Um, Please do. Because, yeah. Um, you know, in talking about labor force and mm -hmm. the challenges that that presents, our school district here in Big Lake has figured it out. 
It sets us, it sets us apart from neighboring communities, uh, from most school districts, actually. We have um, a, a principal at our high school. This has been his dream for a very, very long time. But he started the Youth Apprenticeship Program in 2016. And the Youth Apprenticeship Program is something that um, I've worked closely with him on. Um, so the city and the schools have been working on this for, for some time, and it has exploded. We have students who are leaving the school district and going to work for our employers here, getting credit for high school, getting paid by an employer, learning on the job. Not everybody is meant for college. And our schools in Big Lake, I'm so proud that they understand that. Um, okay, and, so, yeah. oh my God, sorry to interrupt you. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, I am I am like, I. Uh, oh God, I, I need a cocktail <laughs> and it's early in the morning here, guys. You know why? <laughs> I had an interview that I did with a nonprofit organization. I'm going to put you in contact with. They're in based okay. in Florida, but they are um, they are everywhere in the U.S. actually. Mm -hmm. And I love those guys because what they did is exactly what you're doing. That's oh. mean for underprivileged children. Uh, they decided to go and it's um, around Miami. Mm -hmm. They decided to go to the, those impoverished area where the schooling was so bad and the kids will end up in the street they decided to talk to those kids and said to them teenagers and said okay what is your dream what would you like to do so some said well i want to become a lawyer and mm -hmm. like okay you know the door should never be closed for those for any kids mm -hmm. they took the kids for a week send them to work and observe a lawyer firm going to the lawyer firm follow a lawyer and see what they were doing then mm -hmm. after the week they said so are you still interested so some of them like oh no i don't yeah no yeah and and they sat down with them and said okay so if you don't want to do this what are you good at they sat down look at their skill sets mm -hmm. and what they did is exactly what and you guys i need to talk to him actually now you say that i need to talk to that individuals at the school because i want to know his story and why he started that but i need to put you in communication with that nonprofit. i will give you the name okay and i will do an introductory email actually i am serious on this one mm -hmm. what they did is they've been able to help thousands of kids not only in Florida, because they are taking that program and they are implementing it everywhere else in every cities to mm -hmm. have companies to actually, like you did, like he said, uh, do the mentorship, do the internship during the, the summertime, getting paid, learn the trade. And then at the end of it, when they're done with their trade, being hired full time. And that's exactly what they're doing. So I have goosebumps right now because I cannot believe somebody else's thought about the same idea and helping the kids. And that's yeah. what they are doing over there. It's better than the big brother and big sisters because they really are from the beginning to end, really surrounding the teenagers, the kids. So they're not failing, they're succeeding and they go into the trade or they go to university. Some went to universities, some went majority mm -hmm. to the trade school, mm -hmm. but they love what they're doing because they actually discover what they were good at. Mm -hmm. And instead of hanging up in the street, they have a job, they support their family and they're helping. Mm -hmm. And that to me is a big win. So for me to hear what you guys are doing 
it's amazing because that should be happening everywhere at every single school. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is good to sit behind, uh, spending eight hours sitting on a bench, listening mm-hmm. to somebody. People yeah. have different skill sets and it's amazing somebody has been doing it. So since when did he started to do that? Since when did he do that? Um, 2016 is when the program started and honest, honestly, you know, the, the school district is, I mean, the heart of a community. You sell the school district yes. when you're selling your, when you're selling your city. And yes. so it has brought in um, that program alone during my 15 second elevator speech as to why an employer wants to be here. Mm-hmm. That program alone will pique their interest and be like, oh, really? The school's doing that? Because I mean, your labor force is your biggest asset. You know, so, exactly. Yeah, and, and so they, forming, they want to see that grow. Yeah. Exactly, and you're forming your next employee actually throughout mm-hmm. the year. So when there's a holiday time, they come and continue to do their internship. They continue to learn. So you know, this will be your workforce. Right. It's yeah. unbelievable. By the time they are done, you hire them right there. There is mm-hmm. nothing else than he knows the job. You don't lose because when people don't realize is you invest on somebody, it takes a lot of time and money to invest on someone. Oh, yeah. You don't know if they're gonna stay. You don't mm-hmm. know, you know, because things are changing so quickly. Maybe the person is here for the wrong intention. And I have, um, I was sitting on some um, hiring processes because I was filtering people actually, because I was asked to give feedback. And I, I was to the days, I said mm-hmm. that person would stay for 90 days. And every single time it worked, he stayed for 90 days because their intentions was just to get a job and they were not interested to grow within the company, which is a problem. Mm-hmm. But when you help children, to figure out it, what are their traits? What are they capable to do? And you know what? Plumber and electrician make more money than some people working in corporate. So I'm sorry to say that to you guys, but they're making way more money. So the trade is a good, um, we always need somebody from the trade. We always yep. need somebody to build. We always need somebody to fix. So for me, it's wonderful because it gives possibilities and great hope in help the kids. So that's why I will um, get you in contact with those guys because to me it's amazing. Yeah, I'll send you a video that the Youth Apprenticeship Program just did and they just released it. So I'll send that to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because to me it's amazing to realize that somebody from school Somebody decided to, so who pitched what? It was it uh, from the school district, they come and talk to you and just said, okay, we want to study. So did you? Yeah, no, it was the high school principal. His name is uh, Bob Dockendorf and we call him Doc. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, he, he, it's just a passion of his and he built the program and now has released, he's worked with the state, you know, on making sure that the curriculum is, is, you know, know, certified and okay. Um, And um, he also sent his own staff to get certifications that they need to be a youth apprenticeship advisor of some some sort. Um, So he has two staff members that do that, if not more. Um, but yeah, it, the program has grown so big that now Doc has basically, he, what he does is, is, is he, st- he stepped aside and he lets his certified um, leaders uh, lead the pro- program. Another thing that they did too at the school, and I've never heard of this any, anywhere, they had um, a little over an acre of land that was just not being used, it was green space. So we worked, they got, uh, they worked with the city. I'm getting the, you know, appropriate permit. Uh, But they turned that little over an acre um, piece of property into a sandbox. 
So what? yes, so they partnered with um, a neighboring business that has excavation equipment. Yep. They bring this excavation equipment in and let the kids play. And nice. learn, yeah, and learn how to run this heavy machinery. Nice. Um, and that is a class. It's called the sandbox. Oh, so, I have to apply for that. I'm going to go. <laughs> it's, it's just the so cool. Me and say, the crazy lady wants to do that. <laughs> I want to go. I, I, I want to connect with him. I want to have a conversation mm-hmm. with him on my podcast. But I'm going to ask to go there and play with the equipment too. Because if they can do it, I want to play Yeah. With yeah, it. no, I'll get, I'll get you Bob's um, contact information too. Oh I'll send it with the video. That is fantastic. I cannot believe. See, this is what I love. A small community and somebody who cares. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge yeah. difference in the life of the children. And mm-hmm. I think if everybody could take that model, and I hope by talking and by connecting you with uh, that nonprofit, is being able to help other community to do the same. Because uh, it seems like you guys have already that um, that process down. So it makes it easier for others, other school, other uh, cities, other county, other state to exactly do the same or similar to it. So it gives a chance, because for me, I remember when I was younger and that was a long time ago (laughs) in Europe, uh, I I talked about it. The the fact that if they were, your journey was decided at school based on what your parents were doing. Mm -hmm. That's mean my parents were not white color they were blue color which means uh-huh. they did not want to give me access to university and college because of that they decided i should be doing labor work which is like what that's not what i want to do mm-hmm. and they were already deciding in high school without telling you we're not going to give you access to the university we will not give you the paperwork mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there is a huge difference between what's going on today here in big lake to what's happened to me and other people as well in the world because it's not only here or in Europe it's everywhere when they see a kid that cannot uh, who's not even interested people need to understand I was bored I was totally bored when I was in high school mm-hmm. and because there were nothing that interests and trigger my mind at all mm-hmm. at all and you look at what I've done in the trajectory I've done you're like oh boy I'm like yeah I woke up afterwards because I had more things I wanted to learn because mm-hmm. that wasn't, nobody interested me. I don't mm-hmm. mind to do the math. I love the math, but that was bored. The problem mm-hmm. is some of those kids, those kids are more talented and don't want to be because they are bored because that doesn't interest them. And I love the fact that you guys been able to see those children and instead then relaying in the back of the school, don't even care about it. You instead bring the best out of them by helping them. That to me, it's a big kudos for the city you could have said no to him and just said no that's a that's a ridiculous idea and instead you embrace it which makes a huge difference to me mm-hmm. that's how you win um to for the children it's a win for the community it's it's a big win for everybody all the way around because it really um acknowledge that you see those children yeah absolutely and mm-hmm. i have goosebumps <laughs> 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 I didn't know we would go that deep into that subject. I had no idea. See, this is why I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to know what else do you develop? What else, what projects do you have going on that um, 
that you would like to share with us? Mm-hmm. Well, we you know, I mean, just getting back to the development of the community, mm-hmm. um, we, we've, like I mentioned prior, we've called in large employers. Um, so now a direct answer to that is housing. You know, so, um, you know, if, if any community has um, growth in, in industry, Um, you want to see growth in housing. The marriage of the two makes like a an ideal situation. So we are we have completely exhausted our buildable single family lots. Like we don't have any anymore. Uh, when I started, it was well over a thousand. Um, so you know we're a growing community and mm-hmm. growing quite rapidly actually. So um, we are seeing developers want to create new subdivisions, um, you know, plat land uh, from the very beginning and and add to our lot inventory. So uh, if everything goes through, uh, you know, we'll see probably a, around 500 new units of housing um, in the city of Big Lake here within the next couple of years. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, and and you know we have folks who will call and be like, I can't find any housing. You know, there's really zero. We have a zero percent vacancy in our multifamily rentals, so that's unhealthy. We would like to see about a five percent vacancy rating. Um, so bringing in again more more rental concepts would be great too. So. Um, Yeah, I, I think that there's some really exciting things happening here. Um, I uh, again, we have a lot of zoned property that is ready to be built upon, and uh, just just waiting for, you know, those those investors to choose us, those businesses to choose us. So, yeah, and that's I, I we need super, to make ourselves known in order for them yes, to choose us. Exactly, and that's that's I think that's one of the biggest keys: make yourself known. Even if you don't want to invest um, much money into the marketing part of it, there is things that the city can do, mm-hmm. uh, like here podcasts. Uh, yeah. They can do for for free and mm-hmm. uh, being able to uh, spread the word because this is a beautiful city. This is a great community. Community. I love uh, Big Lake. This is one of place that is very positive. But it's nice to to hear uh, how the you guys are taking care of the city are developing are hearing uh your business owners which i think is one of the biggest challenge right now like you said we're turning a leaf hopefully for mm-hmm. the best i think so looking mm-hmm. at past history and centuries we are turning the leaf for a better um uh, journeys and better days but it's just a matter of continue to grow and bring back you know um the people within the store and i know here because we're in minnesota it's very cold mm-hmm, <laughs> in mm-hmm. winter time so yeah. hopefully we will not have too too much things going on but i like the parks as well because we got a lot of parks uh here uh camping but parks and it's amazing to see um that um sherman county you have a lot of trails um uh-huh. and i don't know if people are totally aware of it but it's amazing uh, not uh-huh. only for hunting but just if you want to go into nature you just it's just next door it's the yeah. ability to see that that's amazing so yeah it's it's very very encouraging to see but as i said uh, we're going to connect outside of here and i our next podcast then i will do um as a collaboration will definitely be with uh our superhero from the school district from the high school because i want to know what got him started to do this because it's amazing for me it's really show a community at its best and really caring for the next generation and 
how we can do to change uh, everybody else's perspective because when you're being cast out and not being seen as a kid, it makes a big uh, impact in their lives. So it's wonderful to see that the CD is capable to do it. Is anybody else's outside of the city of Big Lake has taking on that or not in the surrounding or not for that? Um, I know that Elk River has their own um, youth apprenticeship type program, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure what the extent of it is actually. So um, I do know that school districts from all over the nation have asked Bob Dockendorf to come and speak. Um, Who would not? Seriously. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, it, it definitely has piqued the interest, but you know, oh, the, yes. the folks that um, want to develop a program like this need to be willing to do hard things. And yes. um, this was this was a, a hard thing. Um, he Bob got a lot of pushback from their school board at the time. You know, it's a new idea. You also have to sell the idea to all the teachers who all have college education. Mm -hmm. You know, who have all mm -hmm. you know. So it, it was there was a lot of selling this idea, and um, and and a lot of pushback. But he persevered and um, was persistent and um, was willing to do the hard things. So. It's it's open. I think it's opening the mind of people and make them realize that you know what that that can help the community and that will help the child because again not everybody is going to go to university and that's okay. There is no shame on that. As I said more money, more money than a secretary or anything like that. So I will be like, like okay, and it's more interesting too because when you go on job site, it's always different from one oh, area yeah. to another too. Mm -hmm. Think about that when you are in a trade. Uh, it's never the same thing. So, but I love the fact that um, he was able to conceive that and did such a great job. So I'm, I'm gonna highlight that with him as well because it's like, it's amazing to hear these kind of stories. This is what I love, is yeah. hearing stories and inspiration and listening to you talking and, and really hearing the caring part of it than you have, which is fantastic. It's like you're caring for the people, you're caring for the community and it's transparent and it shows. And to me, it's, you cannot get any better than that. I love it's, my job. <laughs> oh, I can see it. It's smile on your face. You cannot miss it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I totally understand, but that's fantastic. But no, thank you so much, Hannah, for taking the time today to speak with me. And I will uh, put some information into guys uh, when you're going to be listening to it uh, into the description of the podcast so you know where to connect with Hannah. And uh, we, we'll hear more from Hannah later on, but probably sometime next year and see what's going on in Big Lake because I'm curious now to uh <laughs> i do that once a while i reinvite people and say okay we're gonna do another episode by the way let's <laughs> let's pass six months and see how you're doing and what what's up with big leg because i'm curious to know so people can hear about that so but thank I'd you so much yep. yes thank you so much that was fabulous and have a great day you too thank you bye